Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1314, air date September 8th, 2023. All right, I think you can go. Okay. Hello, everyone. This is Miriam Hinane, investigative journalist. Welcome to another episode of Truth Lives Here. Today, I am joined by the one and only Dr. Shiva. I have been listening to him for the past several months. He's a wonderful mind. Many of you know that he is running for president. So I wanted to have a conversation. We're going to be talking about the science of systems, honeybees, censorship, and the not-so-obvious establishment. Welcome, Dr. Shiva. Thank you. Good. Thank you, Miriam. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Um, Shall we start with, um, we can talk about so many things. You're an expert on so many topics. Maybe your expertise on kind of the science of, of systems and how that perspective can help you change the way you look at the world. Yeah. So, um, look, the science of systems is a an field of engineering, actually, that really came into being. I mean, there's been two aspects of it. It's been around for hundreds or thousands of years on ancient systems of Indian medicine. Uh, most Indians don't know it's called the science of systems, but I had to sort of rediscover that. But the, the system science has existed there because um, in those days, people wanted to understand the body as a whole system. All right, so they created a whole bunch of language to describe that. But in more recent times, starting the probably the 1930s uh, up until the 1950s and the 60s, the science of systems came uh, really under a field called cybernetics. Um, the, the scientists in cybernetics really wanted to try to understand um, how could you create machines that could emulate human beings? Like what is intelligence? And that led into a, f- a field called control systems theory, general systems theory, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the work of Ilya Pogroni, you know, who won the Nobel prize really, in my view, hi- brought into light some very, very fascinating concepts. Um, but anyway, the science of systems is a new field in the modern world. It's existed in ancient world in 2007, eight, when I finished my PhD work after having done a bunch of degrees at MIT in various engineering systems field, uh, at MIT in, in you know, in, uh, design and electrical engineering and mechanical engineering and biological engineering, I went back to India on a, on a Fulbright and I was able to intersect these engineering system science. There's a whole body of language that you learn. And I was able to demonstrate that the modern engineering systems match one-to-one with ancient systems of yoga and Indian medicine. Mm. It's quite wild, but I, I didn't, I couldn't publish that in a medical journal. I didn't publish that in an alternative journal but I published that in an engineering systems journal. So what came out of that was a complete curriculum uh, that I used to teach at MIT. It became one of the most popular electives. And then I used to teach it here at our center here in Cambridge. And we've educated thousands of particularly medical professionals from both the Eastern and Western backgrounds to understand how the body is a system. You see the people in the new age world or the holistic world, right? Chiropractors, naturopaths, uh, they always think they're being misunderstood by the Western doctors. And frank, frankly, the problem is they don't have the tools, the language to really explain what they're talking about. On the other hand, the Western world of medicine learns um, the body as parts. You say they don't yeah, learn it. It's compartmentalized, right? Yeah. 
And so when I used to teach this class at MIT, we used to have people from both realms. Uh, 200 people would show up on a Thursday night for a three-hour class. And within about an hour, I was able to make both of them humble to realize that the people who thought they knew it all on the holistic medicine side actually really didn't have the language. And the people who were the MDs, PhDs, um, they actually never got systems training. So that evolved into an entire program um, that I called Foundations of Systems. And then when I ran for politics, I found out the same principles could not only be applied to your body, not only to engineering systems, but to every system, including political systems. And in fact, this foundational knowledge gives people the ability to know their body as a system. They can literally become, frankly, their own doctors, healers, uh, by understanding the systems principles that exist in their body, or for that matter, exist in every aspect of the universe. And that became the framework uh, for our movement for truth, freedom, health. Truth, freedom, health is itself a system, but it's a system to educate its same principles. Uh, anyone who goes through this program actually learns an MIT level, multiple courses in a very, very tight uh, framework. But, and so we ask people to take it multiple times because it's pretty deep stuff. So that's what the science of systems teaches people, but in a very fundamental way, it gives people the tools to interconnect things. You say there's a science to interconnections of things. It's mm. uh, the problem with the holistic people. They just keep using the word, oh, it's holistic. And they wave their hands around a lot and they talk about, Deepak Chopra does this all day long, you know? They talk about uh, trying to manipulate people into being gurus, right? or in very, very esoteric terms, and it doesn't really um, educate people. So this language that has emerged out of this is a engineering scientific framework that anyone can learn, um, but it gives them a real foundational way to understand every system in the universe. Well, you had mentioned in one of your interviews that Soros, George Soros, was an expert in, in systems. Can you touch on that? Well, every major elite who's an advisor, who's an intellectual, learned system science. Mm. Um, and, you know, it took me 30, 40 years to organize this knowledge. But Soros is uh, one of the theoreticians in reflexivity theory. He's no dummy. You know, Henry Kissinger's learned system science. Every major advisor to every prime minister or leader in the world learned system science. And the problem is, if you don't know system science in 2023, or the modern mm -hmm. century, you're basically running around with a bunch of like a bunch of chickens with their heads cut off. You may have passion. You may say you want to change the world. You may say, you know, this is going on, that's going on, but you don't have the tools actually. Um, mm. And the ego will get in people's way to actually make any real dent. Uh, and this is why if you look at, you know, my track record and our movement's track record in 2020, we made so much impact, you know? We were the first ones to expose Fauci um, because we knew he had no understanding of the immune system. You see, the immune system is a very complex system. Um, we are the ones who expose the entire fundamental flaws in the election systems. Um, we're the ones who started exposing the foundational issues, um, you know, in um, understanding the entire political system and what I call the not so obvious establishment. Um, the not yeah. so obvious establishment is one of the nine principles it's called the disturbance principle that appears in system science. So mm. once, once you understand this, you start seeing why Booby fucking Kennedy is part of the establishment, why Trump is part of the establishment, why Bernie Sanders is part of the establishment. And unless you take understand this, 
every two to four years, you're going to one day jump in bed with uh, Obama. And then the next day you're going to jump in bed with Trump. And the next day you're going to jump in bed with Tulsi Gabbard. And the next day you're going to jump in bed with whoever the, you know, Vivek the snake. All these people are from above. They have no idea fighting injustice. They've never had to fight anything in their lives. And they're part of the swarm. And that's why they get visibility. Yeah. But, I wanna, yeah, yes. but systems understanding yeah. is what leads to this. And so I apply systems thinking on the political level. I apply it on the scientific level. I apply it in everything, you know. And I think the one of the common areas is, you know, two, uh, 2012, yeah. you know, uh, you know, I did some of the foundational work to uh, apply this to really understand the genetic engineering of foods, what's called GMOs. So that's probably, a, you know, for your audience and ours, it may be a way to start, you know, and, and it leads to really understanding why the bees are dying. The problem yeah. is in any of these fields, you have there's a real phenomenon taking place. The wackadoodles come out there and they give sort of wacky things. Um, and there's a lot of disinformation that comes out. And that's very easy for those in power to attack that. You almost have to wonder if the wackadoodle explanations are done to diminish what the real stuff that's going on. So. Okay, so before we move on, I wanted to ask you, ask you a question. You mentioned cybernetics. Would you say that cybernetics is, is uh, led to this transhumanist agenda? How do you define well, cybernetics? Well, cybernetics is actually control systems theory, okay? That's what control systems is, you know. Uh, control systems show up everywhere. You have a control system on your windshield wiper if you have a car today, right? Okay. It mm -hmm. watches how much water falls. It knows how to turn the windshield fast or slow. Um, that's control systems. You have it on your thermostat. Um, you have it on noise canceling headsets, okay? You have it pretty much everywhere these days. And these control system, your body has a control system, okay? Um, you have it, uh, your hypothalamus is a control system, right? It regulates your temperature. Mm -hmm. um, and there's two kinds of systems. There's the intelligent systems and there are dumb systems. And so typically you have to spend 20, 30 years learning this. And to get back to your question, people like George Soros really understand system science. And the set of about 10,000 people really understand it. And because of their knowledge, they're able to manipulate, um, you know, 8 billion people. And, and the other 8 billion people, some of them are well-meaning people are running around thinking they're going to change the world, but they don't have the the physics, you know, it's like saying, I'm going to go build a bridge and you never knew what Young's modulus is. You don't know what Poisson's ratio is. Uh, you mm -hmm. don't know how to, you know, measure stress or strain. You're gonna, any bridge you build is going to fall apart. So we live in a world that people have to start recognizing that there are physics. There is science. There's engineering actually is much better than science in many ways because engineers can't bullshit science. You know, scientists lie all day. So... Mm. So I can, you know, I wanted to, I can share with you. Yes, please. So let me point out to people here back in, you know, back in 2012 or 13, um, I was walking down back to MIT and I saw this big article in a, in a journal, in a magazine called Technology Review. Technology Review is one of the most, you know, biggest uh, scientific popular magazines now in the world. And on the front of it, it said buy GMOs, buy local. Okay. You know how you have buy fresh, buy local. This said buy GMOs, buy local. And I was like, 
what is this, right? And, um, you know, my degree is, my PhD is in a field called biological engineering, right? And mm -hmm. it's engineering biology, right? Like chemical engineering. And the department yeah. was really set up in 2003 because as advances in biology were being made, people realized, wow, we could probably use these advances to actually change things, right? Understand how things work. Anyway, so I started delving into this and um, there was some anecdotal evidence coming out of uh, people in Iowa that farmers had noticed that when they had piles of soy or piles of uh, um, corn, that they measured high levels of formaldehyde. Okay. So it was anecdotal. And mm -hmm. people were writing out there, oh, GMOs create formaldehyde. But no one really knew why, right? And the problem is, unless you know why, a claim is just a claim. So um, we wanted to understand, well, how could a plant create formaldehyde, okay? Why yeah. would that happen, right? So now you have to go to the scientific basis. So that led me into taking a systems approach. So let me walk you through this. So that systems approach involved, first of all, looking at uh, plants, okay? And understanding mm -hmm. how plants actually operate. So let me, uh, I think I want to do this. Let me just share this. Um, I want to share a set of papers with you, okay? Sure. So let me, um, I think I got to move your window up here so I get the share thing, okay. So you probably can see this, all right. So I'm going to walk everyone through this. This is going to be about four, five years of research, but I'll walk through. I'll walk through with you. So everyone is going to understand before the end of this conversation what's going on here. So if you see this here, so what we did was we published this first paper in the uh, was it in the uh, Agricultural Sciences Journal. Okay, same journal Monsanto publishes in. Okay, um, because we had to go. So what we did was. We wanted to, first of all, discover the molecular pathways that are involved in how plants detoxify formaldehyde, right? Because if formaldehyde is accumulating, so we went through every literature known in the space. We used our technology Cytosol that I created. And we, what we came out of this, we identified all these molecular pathways that are involved in how plants um, do something very interesting. It's called C1 metabolism. Okay. And so this was a paper that we published, basically going through all the literature and finding these molecular pathways. Okay. Mm -hmm. And and these are what those pathways are. So plants are involved in uh, methionine biosynthesis. Plants wow. make methionine and there's a bunch of molecular pathways, which we put together. Uh, plants uh, have a methylation cycle. And plants That's actually create formaldehyde and they detoxify formaldehyde, okay? Through this pathway. So is that all, all plants? I'm sure people don't every, know. Every, every plant has C1 metabolism in it, okay? C1 mm -hmm. metabolism is how plants sequester carbon, okay? So anyway, we published this. Fine, no yeah. one said anything about this. And we published the next paper we did was we then looked at all those molecular mechanisms and we want to quantify them. So what we had done was, and to do that, we needed cytosol, this technology that I created for my PhD. So we looked at, again, here's methionine biosynthesis, the methylation cycle, all right? And we put it into a systems framework. And a systems framework led to this diagram, okay? So this okay. is a system. So plants mm -hmm. 
you know, synthesize methionine, which is an amino acid. And then it goes through a methylation cycle. And this creates formaldehyde. But the plants have a system in there to detoxify formaldehyde, which is this pathway right here. So formaldehyde comes in and it's broken down. Okay. So plants are very, very conserved, right? Even though plant creates formaldehyde, you can see it gets rid of it. Okay. Does that make sense? So yes. this is like the engine in plants called C1 metabolism, all right? Is, is C1 metabolism kind of akin to phase one, phase two of uh, detox in our bodies? We have different phases of it's detox? What, it's a metabolic pathway, but it's this is specific to plants, okay? okay. Because yeah. remember, plants sequester carbon, right? CO2, and then they make oxygen, right? Right. We take oxygen, right? And now C1 metabolism affects other pathways, Oxidative okay. stress a plant undergoes, and you can see all of these other things, okay? Mm-hmm. Catalase activity, uh, glyphosate metabolism, okay? Mm-hmm. But this is involved in all of these different pathways. Glyphosate, by the way, is known as Roundup, okay? And so we published this, and what we showed was, in a normal case, you see the plant creates uh, methionine, right? It creates formaldehyde, right? Um, mm-hmm. But after a while... Uh, the plant actually, and it creates formate, right? But in in the normal case, um, we started doing simulations, right? So yes, plants do create formaldehyde, but it's detoxified, right? In the normal case. So a healthy plant makes formaldehyde and it gets rid of it, okay? And the reason it's able to do that is because of a very important chemical called glutathione. Glutathione is an antioxidant. So when you have proper levels of glutathione, a plant gets rid of the formaldehyde, right? That's all you need to take away from this paper. Again, we published this, um, no one said anything, and you know we did that, okay? And then we yeah. did what's called sensitivity analysis, showing that under different conditions, yes, the formaldehyde gets detoxified, okay? Under all different conditions, right? Bottom line is yeah. plants make formaldehyde and they get rid of it, and that's a healthy plant, all right? Yeah. So second paper, right? No one said anything, third paper. Third paper we did was we said, okay, now we have this mathematical model, which matches reality. What happens if the plant undergoes stress? Okay, just like you undergo stress. A plant undergoes stress if a plant is in a drought condition. Let's say it's, you know, there's no rain. Plants are trying to survive, right? So they go into what's called an oxidative stress condition, right? That's under, you know, droughts don't last for years. They last for a small period of time, let's say in the summer. Okay. Right. Now, so we said, okay, let's take our model, which we, and we figured out the pathways that are involved in oxidative stress, lipid peroxidation. Okay. Ascorbate glutathione pathways and reactive oxygen species. So this is a different system. Okay. This system is when, when a plant undergoes oxidative stress, it does lipid peroxidation, right? Which is fat, uh, you know, reactive oxygen species are synthesized and then ascorbate glutathione pathway. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and when you put all, so this system yeah. interacts with C1 metabolism. See, this is why system science is so cool. It's like Lego building blocks. We had already modeled this in this paper, right? Mm-hmm. And then we can reuse this knowledge in this paper. Okay. So we said, okay, what happens when a plant goes oxidative stress? How will that affect this? Okay. Right. And we're able to put all that together. And what you find is under oxidative stress, look what happens. Glutathione levels go up. I'm sorry, formaldehyde levels go up. Glutathione levels drop. 
So here's mm-hmm. your normal glutathione. So what happens is when a plant's stressed out, it uses up its antioxidant. And because yeah. it uses it up, formaldehyde will go up. But this won't last forever, right? Because mm-hmm. a drought, you know, like a stressful condition lasts maybe, I don't know, a short period of time, 10 days, 20 days, right? And then the plant will go back to its normal condition, okay? So, right. but this pat, this thing clearly showed that under stress conditions, the plant will produce formaldehyde. Why? Because it's not able to detox it because it's used up its glutathione. All right. Okay. Very yeah. simple. So, so we showed this. All right. Again, took a lot of work. Okay. And we did all the sensitivity analysis. All right. Okay. So now we've shown that. Then the question was, okay, what happens when a plant goes genetic engineering? What happens? And this was a billion dollar question. What happens? You know, the question we asked, we asked it as a question. We didn't want to accuse anyone. We said, do GMOs, genetically engineered um, things, right, plants, accumulate formaldehyde um, and disrupt their equilibrium, right? Because in equilibrium, the plant makes formaldehyde and it's detoxified, okay? So in order to do that, what we did was we went, again, we took a systems approach, okay? Systems are, you start connecting systems of systems. So again, we use Cytosol, this technology, and we said, okay, in the normal condition, right, formaldehyde is created and it's gotten rid of because you have high levels of glutathione, right? Mm-hmm. Same here, form, formaldehyde will grow, right, if you're in an oxidative stress condition, right? Glutathione drops, formaldehyde grows, glutathione drops. Now, what happens when you do genetic engineering? We were very fortunate to find out when you do genetic engineering, these molecules, these five molecules are affected by genetic Mm -hmm. engineering. Now we could plug that into our system, you say, because we've done all the other work. So we said, Mm -hmm. okay, we have C1 metabolism. We said genetic modification actually leads to perturbations and oxidative stress. And we put this whole puzzle together. This is what you find, okay? Yeah. Um, You find out that plants glutathione levels drop in the genetically modified plant. They have less glutathione and formaldehyde grows. So this started explaining why those plants that people saw in Iowa had higher levels of formaldehyde because they were stressed out. You see the plant is in a stressed condition, all right? Right. So so it's the same yield curves that you get when the plant was in 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 a drought condition. So anyway, we published this, right? And we basically showed that um, in the non-GMO plant, formaldehyde is detoxified, but in the GMO plant, formaldehyde grows and the the levels of glutathione are very different, okay? Yeah. So when we published this, uh, people went apeshit, okay? Particularly Monsanto and all the academic, all these other papers, they didn't say anything. And we were very, very smart in publishing independently, right? Because if we did them all together, they would have attacked. But we had built a very strong foundation of paper one, paper two, paper three. This is a systems approach. And they said, oh, this doesn't match reality. This is just a mathematical model. It doesn't match anything reality. Well, we got very lucky. And in our fifth paper, it's called in silico. That means on the computer analysis and in vivo, which means in the plant, in a greenhouse concur. So we were able to show that our mathematical model was showing glutathione levels go down. And we we found a very interesting piece of research done in Leeds in the United Kingdom where people had actually grown a Monsanto Roundup Ready soy plant, yeah. which was genetically engineered. 
And they'd also grown a non-genetically engineered, an organic soy plant. And they mm -hmm. measured the levels of glutathione. Guess what? They matched exactly with our predictions. Okay. And I'll show you that. And this was really the, and no one, they all went silent after this paper came. So here was our C1 metabolism, right? Here was the whole paper here. And look what we, and then we put it all together and we combined everything, right? It's, it's work. So we said, what happens when you do genetic modification? What happens when the plant has glyphosate in it, right? What happens to glutathione synthesis? And this is what we found out. Let me get, just take it. To the, the, the big story here is we find out our results show right here that in silico means on the computer that an organic plant will have 9.7 levels of glutathione. The soy plant with genetically engineered will only have 3.9, okay? This was our prediction from our previous yeah. paper that a mm -hmm. genetically engineered plant will have 250% less glutathione. Well, yeah. the people in the United Kingdom had found a very similar result, okay? Wow. But they grew yeah. it in a greenhouse, but we did it this on the computer, right? Now, after this came out, they all, they all shut up. And I don't even think they want to discuss it now. So let me tell you why these results are important to the yeah. killing of bees. What does this yeah. result show? What does it show to you? It shows that the plant can defend itself, can properly detox. Right. But it also, yeah, that's one thing. And it shows what yeah. the glutathione levels are much lower. Yeah. So why is glutathione important? Okay. Glutathione it's is, it's, it's a very powerful antioxidant. And yeah. the reason glutathione is important is because um, antioxidants are used to do detoxification, right? They promote, um, it's, it's a strength. As you age, by the way, your glutathione levels drop, be it in yeah. even a human being. Yeah. So if you're a strong human being, you have high levels of glutathione, okay? Yeah. So now think about what's, what, I'm, what we've discovered here, that when you genetically engineer a soy plant, this is soy, the glutathione levels are much lower than, an, an, than a wild type organic plant. Does that make sense? Yes. All right. So if you have a seed of a soy plant, which has been genetically engineered, guess what? It's a weaker seed. Totally. And when they plant it in the soil, um, it's going to be weaker because gluteth because by the way, if you look at soil, if you're a gardener, what does soil have? Soil has soil bacteria. All right. And there, mm -hmm. and when you plant a seed, if it's a, you know, if it's like a weak seed, the bacteria destroy it, right? Survival yeah. of the fittest in some sense. Right. Yes. So, a plant that's able to grow is able to withstand the soil, you see, withstand the bacteria. It's sort of nature's way of getting rid of the weak ones, right? Yeah. If you notice what they started doing, the seed companies like Monsanto, by the way, Bayer bought Monsanto, is they For started six, coding. $6 yeah, they started coding the seeds with something called neonicotinoids. And 100% of the people have been looking at this don't know why. The reason they coated them with neonicotinoids, it's my conclusion, is that yeah. because the seeds are weaker. So they put the neonicotinoids on them, the neonics. So when you plant these weaker seeds, they can survive the soil organisms. And the neonicotinoids get into the entire plant. And when the bees come and they you know, try to get the pollen from these plants, the bees are getting those neonicotinoids, which is a nerve agent. And the bees don't know where to go and they get all screwed up.
But you mm-hmm. see what I've sh- what we've shown here. First of all, the farmers all over Iowa were planting soy, right? In normal soy, right? They're, they're planting their soy plants, okay? Yeah. Um, and weeds were growing. So Monsanto first went to them and said, hey, see, why don't you buy Roundup? Roundup will stop your... Um, We'll stop the weeds from growing. So they said, okay, I want more yield. Let me start throwing some Roundup. So now the Roundup was giving them more yield, right? Because it's killing the weeds. But after a while, the Roundup started killing the soy plants itself. So Monsanto said, okay. So they got all these millions of people using glyphosate, Roundup, the pesticide. But Initially, it was for a weed killer, but then it was also starting to kill some of the soy plants. So Monsanto went to them um, and they said to them, look, we have another innovation. We have created our own version of a soy plant called Roundup Ready Soy. And you buy our soy plant, which means you buy their seeds. And when you plant our seeds, you'll get a soy plant. But that soy plant can withstand our own pesticides. So now they got the guy buying the guy buying the pesticides, and they got the guy buying the seeds. And these seeds are very interesting. They have a license. Typically, farmers, you know, plant stuff. You know, they plant corn and they and they, you know, harvest not only the corn but the seeds so they can use for the next season. Uh uh-uh, uh with Monsanto, you're not allowed to do that. Every year, it's a license. It's like a software license. Terminator seed. You you have to buy those seeds every year. All right. So first, so now they got them buying the glyphosate product one, then they got them buying the Roundup Ready Soy. And what our research conclusively showed is a lot of work. By the way, we funded that all ourselves. No one paid us a penny. Okay. And this was at a time, if you remember, uh, when Hillary Clinton was running for office, right? And she was running for office and her- 2015, this is 2015? Yeah, 2015, right? She's running, remember she's on the Democrat side. Mm -hmm. And Hillary Clinton had hired a woman to run her campaign, was one of the executives at Monsanto, okay? Mm. Remember Hillary Clinton's pro-Monsanto, Elizabeth Warren um, supported the Monsanto Protection Act, voted for it, you can go look it up. And guess who endorsed pro-glyphosate, pro-GMO Hillary Clinton. Hmm. Anyone want to guess? Booby fucking Kennedy, who claims he runs a nonprofit, which is to protect the waters and make sure we're not poisoning the food, okay? That fucker is a bullshitter. He not only endorsed Hillary Clinton once, not twice, but three times, knowing she's pro-Monsanto, knowing she's supporting the poisoning of our food. So anyone listening to this, and thinking booby fucking Kennedy cares about water. Yeah, he cares about water for himself and his kids. They go to the best places, right? But he endorsed Hillary Clinton. In the middle of this, she's promoting Monsanto. And here we're busting our ass, exposing to the world what's going on with hardcore engineering system science. Joe fucking Rogan was, a lot of people were saying, Joe, look at Dr. Shiva's research. You should have him on. Joe Rogan was putting the biggest pro Monsanto researcher on his shows at the time. Okay. Um, His his name will come to me. I can see his face, but he's a scumbag. You can look him up. Type in Joe Rogan Monsanto. His name will come up. Okay. 
-hmm. Kevin Falta, Falta, Kevin Falta, mm -hmm. professor, I think at uh, one of the one of the big universities. Okay, big big Monsanto shill. All right, that's who Joe Rogan was putting on promoting Monsanto, and Booby fucking Kennedy was endorsing Hillary Clinton. Not just voting for, endorsing her. Period. Okay. Yeah. All right. So here we're doing all the hard work. He's meanwhile collecting money for his bullshit children's health defense fund and his water keepers association, which is to save poisoning, stop the poisoning of waters. Meanwhile, he's endorsing Hillary Clinton, who's poisoning the entire, who, who's a big pro Monsanto, pro glyphosate GMO whore. Okay. So here we had, so what, so here Monsanto makes money off selling their pesticides, licensing their seeds. And by the way, if you are a farmer and you are growing organic soy and the next farmer is growing organic, uh, sorry, Roundup Ready seeds and one of those seeds drops on your farm, man, okay. the police are over there to shut you down. Literally, you right. better pay up. Right. Okay. And this, yeah. And this is very real. People need to understand this. Now, so here we've shown Roundup what it does. We've shown the Roundup Ready soy is fundamentally different. It's weaker. It's no different than these big bodybuilders or even booby fucking Kennedy who's getting, because his balls have shrunk now because he, he's got to take testosterone replacement therapy. You know, testosterone replacement therapy is going to be a $250 billion industry. Billion. Wow. Okay. The mRNA vaccine industry is going to be about 120 billion. And you're going to see men having all sorts of, it's going to become a big, you know, quote unquote, the testosterone yeah. replacement therapy pandemic, because it's going to right. cause all sorts of side effects. Well, also and, because of the estrogen dominance. I mean, I already see people, I mean, I told you I'm in Miami. I see men who have bigger boobies than me. Right. Um, but, but, but now in order not to go to the real issues and understand why there's low testosterone, um, all these men are starting to get testosterone replacement therapy. That's why that fool doing his push-ups, he's on the roids. It's called legal steroids, okay? So here's mm -hmm. booby fucking Kennedy promoting legal steroids. By the way, legal, these legal steroids have a yeah. 10,000 chance more of causing blood clots than the mRNA vaccine. And by the mm -hmm. way, I don't promote each one of them. But booby fucking Kennedy is doing barely five push-ups getting roided up, okay? And then he says, oh, I'm against the mRNA vaccine, but he really isn't because everyone had to get vaccinated who came to his home in Malibu, right? Right. All right. So, so but getting back, to, get, getting back to the thing, the reason I yeah. brought the steroid stuff up, not only to expose this fucking idiot Kennedy, okay, but to also point out the fact bodybuilders, you know, when they are getting the juice, their nuts are shrinking. So they may look good, but they're actually weak internally, all right? And this is what's happening with these plants. The plants have become internally weak because mm. of the genetic modification. So then they have to do a third thing. Now they coat the seeds with neonicotinoids. So when they plant them, the soil organism, because it's a weaker seed, right? If you put an mm. organic seed, a wild type seed, it can sustain the soil organisms. But you put one of their seeds, the soil organisms are going to destroy it because it's a weaker seed because it's genetically modified. It was genetically modified because they needed to create something um, to sell to people who brought the Roundup because the Roundup was killing their seeds. Okay, you see this bullshit? It's a cascade mm -hmm. of bullshit. bullshit. So, mm -hmm. however, the neonicotinoids get into the entire plant. The bees yes. come and the bees yes. are eating 
the neonicotinoids, the bees are find difficulty going back to their hive. And this yeah. is why, in my opinion, the bees are dying. But you see, this systems approach goes down yeah. to the core of it. The problem is if you don't take a systems approach, oh my God, the bees are dying. So you have all these new age people, the bees are dying, the bees are dying. I think it's the aliens. I think it's this, I think it's that. And then the people who are against it think, are able to annihilate them because they don't really have the science. So it's my view that the establishment has a bunch of these morons running around. They see a phenomenon, but they don't. They can't explain from a systems perspective why. They come up with wacky ideas, but they don't have any scientific basis to them. They don't have an engineering scientific basis. So the opposition is able to attack them. This happened with the election systems. My work discovered the real issue, signature verification. You know, the way yeah. that they do the mail and back. Now, and I did that in 2020 in two major papers and chain of custody. Well, Mike Lindell was selling fucking pillows all day, talking about cray cray shit. And same with Trump. Trump used my work, raised about a quarter of a billion to half a billion dollars, never addressed the real issues. You see? So when a real issue occurs, the establishment doesn't want guys like me bringing out the real issue and what the real solution is. So instead, they find these wackadoodles who take the real issue and talk smack crazy shit, right? So then the establishment can take them out. And you see this in every issue over and over and over again. And this is why we need a systems approach. Because when you take a systems approach, it forces you to be honest. You can't bullshit. And that is where we're at right now. So people have been talking about bees, but you know that took four years of hard work, day and night. So a lot of people see shit and then they just want to get on social media and start giving their fucking opinions and they jump the gun and they actually hurt the real movement. So mm -hmm. I wanted to walk you through that. So that's an yeah. example of you using a systems approach. And if you look at this graph right here, look what's happening to the human race right now. That red line is the life expectancy of the average American in the United States is going downwards. Okay. Right. And so when you see that graph going downwards over the last 70 years, it's not just the vaccines. It's not any one thing. It's a systems issue. It's a whole bunch mm -hmm. of things that have taken place. It's a system of policies. So yeah. to everyone listening, everyone listen, you guys want to be on social media. Great. You want to get views. Great. But if you're taking a real issue and talking garbage shit about it, and you don't really know what you're saying, you're actually hurting the real issues. And that's what's going on right now. And that's, and that's why the disinformation comes and the CIA and all these people who are running social media now love that because then they can attack it, right? And they can cool. bury the real issues. Yeah, they're, they welcome all the disinfo, misinfo. So let, let's, uh, we are the bees and that, thank you for sharing that because I could see even the plants, there are parallels, our glutathione levels are tanking therefore we can't properly detox and detoxing is very important all right so moving to the not so obvious establishment just want to share a little bit with you before i pass it back to you that i came across tavistock and they talk about the not so obvious establishment Ta who's that tavistock was be began at the the House of Lords in 1921 with mm -hmm. the Rothschilds and the Milner group. But it was really this, this uh, mission to take down America that has been in motion for a very long time. And so 
therefore you there's controlled opposition and there's the other side right that that might come across as one of us but when it comes down to it there is this not so obvious establishment so when you said the not so obvious establishment that's what i thought of but uh-huh. like you in 2020 i i considered myself a democrat or a liberal um, was in Hollywood, was working for MSNBC. And then with in 2016, I was very turned off by the amount of hate for Orange Man. And then when the pandemic hit, really, to me, Trump represented we the people and the Constitution. It's not that um, he's such a lovely uh, man with integrity, so on and so forth. But you yourself were supporting of Trump. So at what at what point in your evolution did you come across this not so obvious establishment? Well, here's the deal with Trump, right? So yeah. he he came, he said he was gonna lock her up. He said he was gonna build a wall and he said he was gonna drain the swamp. All right. right? Unlike most Trumpers who just came later and they bought a hat, they wore hats, right? Right. We were actually out in the in the middle of winter putting up signs for him. A friend of right. mine, Frank Licata, must have put up 10,000 signs for him. All right. Wow. He took off his job as an electrician, lost mm-hmm. money for a year. All right. So to all the MAGA hats out there, you're looking at someone who not only gave him money, but did work for him. And what did he actually do? Now, if you want to drain the swamp and you really look at it factually as a scientist, as an engineer, the biggest swamp agent of the swamp was a guy called Anthony Fauci. He's been there since 1984. I was the first one to call out Fauci. We ran the Fire Fauci campaign. Kennedy did nothing in 2020 against Fauci. He stole all of our material and put it into his book. All right. Hmm. Trump did nothing against Fauci. We, I gave him all the science. Marla Maples delivered our hand delivered letter to him saying, look, you got to get rid of Fauci. That's what I wrote. He knows nothing about the immune system. He's, he's a crackpot. All right. The White mm-hmm. House called me. So I know mm-hmm. Trump got his letter and they, he did nothing. Next thing, who did he lock up and who did he actually pardon? He pardoned Jared Kushner's father, who's a complete scumbag, right? So when you looked at the fact he didn't fire Fauci, and that was when we took our bus there, our old bus, and we drove it, and we did a campaign. You can look at it. Go look at May of 2020. We drove that bus 36 hours in the middle of lockdowns, took 120,000 signatures, petition signatures, we'd collected it and delivered it. Not like these frontline doctors who waited two years to do it. We did it in 2020 mm-hmm. when it mattered. You have to look at when people did stuff. So after all those things, he didn't fire Fauci. He didn't lock anyone up. It was like, this guy's full of shit. The height of it came to me when yeah. I saw January of, you know, uh, we were going to send some people down to January uh 6th of 2020. We had a bus prepared. And then I Mm. saw on a video, he was hanging out with this guy called Ali Alexander. Yeah. He looks like, yeah, he's a complete scumbag. And I knew this from 2018. I said, something is not adding up and, and stop the steal was being run by him. And here I'd busted my ass and done real hard work day and night on fundamental election systems. I said, Trump is fucked up. If he's working with this guy, we stopped the bus from going. Okay. And that's mm. when we, when I did a video saying is Trump the swamp, I connected mm. all the dots. We'd given him more than enough time. 
And I lost. So up until then, did you think he what? Did you know about the not so obvious establishment at that time? Oh yeah. So we knew about the not so obvious establishment. You say we yeah. knew about it very well. But the interesting thing was that you have to be very very clever. You see, the left had the not so obvious establishment, right? Bernie Sanders and AOC. The right, you know, you had McConnell as the obvious establishment, and you had people like you know the Tea Party, right, or Rand Paul. Mm -hmm. So Trump was the reality was the Tea Party was subsumed years ago. So Trump was really brought in as a not so obvious establishment. So if elections are selections, if you go back to now starting to become very rational and not emotional, you have to apply the engineering physics here. If elections are selections, how was Trump elected in 2016? He was a selection. He was mm -hmm. brought in because the white and black working class where uh, Obama was the, uh, you know, the mascot that they used to manipulate them for eight years. And by the mm -hmm. way, Obama saved the big banks. Trump was brought in to save big pharma. If Hillary was in operation in 2020, sorry, 2016, mm -hmm. sorry, 2020, there would have been a revolution. They needed Trump. And Trump flawlessly executed the lockdowns. He kept Fauci. And to anyone who wants to, make any excuses for Trump. Oh, well, he had to keep Fauci. You know, he's playing ninth dimensional chess, right? Whatever, whatever. Whatever, right? The reality is, if you look at it, Trump gave Fauci a presidential commendation medal 12 hours before Trump left office for Operation Warp Speed, okay? Really? Yep. I didn't know. You can go look it up. Type in presidential commendation award right now. And you'll find out he gave it to Fauci and Bricks and Miley, all these people. He didn't have to do that. If he's such a fighter, he should have said, fuck you, Fauci. Here's, you know, I'm going to give you, you know, some crap. Right. He gave an award. I, I will say that um, I was watching the Miami. Um, he was he was rallying Trump and the entire crowd started a whole chant, fire Fauci, fire Fauci. And he said, oh, let me wait till I'm reelected and then we'll see. But of course. Yeah, we're the ones who ran the fire Fauci campaign. And even people like Rand Paul didn't say anything against Fauci in 2020. He waited a year later and started using our hashtag in his emails to raise money. So we have to all wake the fuck up and realize anyone who's in Congress right now, anyone who's a president, anyone who's a judiciary, it's all a swarm. We have right. to build a bottoms up movement. You can't work so with that, any, you can't work with any of these people. So is that a way, because you, know, you could see, regardless of, I don't think Kennedy has a chance uh, to win because of the not so obvious establishment, because of the establishment, because of- No, he is the not so obvious establishment. Right, but there's no way he would win it either. Well, so, no, what they're, you don't say that because what they're doing uh, right now, is like a beauty pageant is taking place. What they're doing right now is parading all these people out there and they're saying who can convince and bamboozle the people the best. Mm. That's what they're doing. And they're seeing, they don't care if Kennedy can convince people and they need him to quiet down certain people, you know. Even, even though the Dems hate him? It's all about who they need. It's all it's all a game. It's theater. They're moving around chess right. pieces. So yeah. if if it and that's why Kennedy bent over, he literally bent over for the Zionists, right? He goes and supports Israel and Zionism. 
I mean, rabid Zionism, right? He supported that guy, Shmoli Bowridge. So Kennedy is the swarm. Trump is a swarm, right? All of, and the, so you have the obvious establishment and the not so obvious establishment. And so the best way to figure these guys out is not get lost in the passion. Look at where do they come from? Have they ever had to fight injustice in their own lives? Seriously, and you have to ask that. And they're not one of us. None of these people are one of us. Yeah, but Dr. Shiva, when has one of us ever won? So what's aside, I'm all for building a bottoms. So now why do you ask that question? Why is one of us one? Are you saying that we should never try for one of us to win? No, I'm asking how do you. Well, I'll give you many, many times one of us has won. And that occurred in the late 1800s and 1900s in this country. If you look at the growth of the United States. And by the way, what I'm sharing right now, we teach in our, in, in our program, because um, my significant other, Michelle, will say, I'll be on the phone two hours explaining this to people. And I don't mind mm-hmm. doing this, but it's a lot of effort. OK, but I'll explain yeah. it again. Here's okay. the bottom line. Yeah. In 1886, four American workers were shot in the United States. You know why? For fighting mm-hmm. for the eight hour workday. Did you know that? No. And in commemoration of them all over the world, it was celebrated as International Workers Day. And everywhere in the world, May 1st is a holiday, except in the United States. Wow, okay. And seven workers were shot in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin for fighting for the eight-hour workday. Those movements of the late 1800s became the massive bottoms-up organic labor movement of the early 1900s, led primarily by women. Millions and millions of people, nearly 150 million people took to the streets, okay? And all of this is wiped out from American history. People know less about this than they know about what stupid Kim Kardashian wears, right? And that's a problem we're living in. We're living with morons who are being presented as leaders. The Mm -hmm. amazing women in Lowell, Massachusetts led those movements. Women all over the United States led those movements for basic rights, eliminating child labor, making sure we had proper water infrastructure. And it was those movements that were explosively growing. There's pictures I've seen of two, three million people in Times Square protesting. All right, all of those pictures have been removed from American history. And it was those movements that put the fear of God into Franklin Delano Roosevelt that they started giving the quote unquote, the new deal, okay? It wasn't Mm -hmm. like the Democrats or the elites gave this. It was the fear of God was put into them that there was gonna be a revolution in the United States. And after that, they got really pissed off, all right? They said, shit, we can never have these working people ever have this much power over us. So starting the 1950s, they branded all of those movements as guess what? They branded them as communist movements. You know, I should play a video for you. Could I play a video? Sure. Because I think this video will really uh, help you understand this better, okay? Yeah. Let me... um, I think, I think I have to do this, hold on. Let me, uh, I think, uh, hold on. Hold on, I have to go here. Okay, I have to share the screen. Let me do this. Okay, so I'm gonna play this video for you. I have to go over here and share the screen. I have to do a, all right, let me play this video. And it's a video that really explains 
everything we have allowed our country to be taken over from within and the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you deep down inside them that you don't deserve the freedoms you have they don't this reality is what people need to wake up to and we need to all unite working people there's only one movement that can do that and that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts the movement for truth freedom and health look i've been a student of politics since i was a 4 year old kid studying revolutionary movements left wing right wing there's a physics there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment to build a bridge you need to understand newton's equation you need to understand the laws of gravity you need to understand poisson's ratio there is a way to build a revolution and that's why i put this together my goal is to train a army of truth freedom and health leaders we don't need followers like social media we need leaders but they need training because the educational system does not teach them history nothing so in 3 hours that's what i've started doing that's the solution wow. we got to train people first with understanding what a system is the dynamics of all systems that affect nature the second is understanding the interconnection between truth freedom and health freedom is the ability to move freely communicate freely talk freely without freedom you cannot convert ideas hypothesis into truth which is science and without freedom you can't really get to truth and without truth you make up fake problems and fake solutions which means you destroy our health and without health which is the infrastructure of us and our body you can't fight for freedom truth freedom health third concept is it has to be bottoms up working people people who work uniting and what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite that must be communist Meanwhile they've let the Democrats run unions which suppress workers completely corrupt but when you look at the arc of American history it's been when working people came up we need to go local every solution i'm coming up with as a part of this movement we're giving the science which is the truth and then we tell people what they can do on the ground like with election fraud you don't need to wait for some lawyer our goal is to train people to go local to go local to go local fight locally forget lawyers forget politicians forget celebrities you got to learn politics and there is a science to it they lock us down we should be ready to shut them down and the fourth part of this principle is the not so obvious establishment so when you look at a system there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal well the biggest disturbance is the not so obvious establishment which are those people who claim they're for you on the left and the right the al sharptons who tell black people I'm for you the tucker carlsons Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment. Without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're going to follow on the left wing Bernie Sanders. Oh, he said something or Robert Kennedy. Scumbags. Or you're going to follow some right-wing talk show host. They're not going to lead us to liberation. It's us. We're building a bottoms-up movement and that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. bottoms up we have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do left and right i'm sorry sean hannity may say some good things but i don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done and it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge you need to be able to identify a rat you know christ didn't go after the romans right it was the pharisees and the sadducees who screwed him up his own quote unquote people and that's where we're at so these four concepts I've built into a curriculum where people can go to truthfreedomhelp.com and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics and I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. 
We need to get educated fast. And within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people two years of MIT control systems. I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it. Anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I got to build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. And the Senate campaigns expanded to the movement for truth, freedom and health, and they can find it on truthfreedomhealth.com. So people can sign in, they can get access to a bunch of videos. If they want to take a course and become a truth, freedom, health leader, I offer a full scholarship there. But we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to truthfreedomhealth.com. say and the reality is that there's a there's a body of knowledge to doing anything even human liberation and so uh you know that's what you know we really want to train people and you know as a part of that you know my running for president is really the tip of the spear and it's really funny i've been saying this and kennedy literally took our words and he literally took that video and everything we talk about the swarm and made his own video he's a total scumbag is a complete, complete. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He, he took all of our stuff. We say, you know, we need to build a movement. We need to go after the swarm. You know, our running for president is a tip of the spear. I just saw this video literally stealing words. He's a total fucking scumbag. But anyway, everyone should go get a, a bumper sticker. Why do we say, because most people work for a living, Miriam. And yes. one of these bumper stickers are seen by a hundred thousand people per day. So forget social media, screw Elon Musk. This is a way to defy them. The other thing is if people go to Shiva for president, we have this flyer. And what does the flyer yeah. says? The flyer says a lesser of two evils is killing our children. If you look at that graph, that's been a policy starting all the way from the Kennedys, the Reagans. You know, it's not any one president caused that. And we need a systems overhaul. So, you know, we get on the ground, you know, I'll go to the, you know, on uh, weekdays, we'll go to the train station. We'll distribute these flyers. You know, millions of these flyers are getting out there all over the world. This is going offline. So, but, you know, these two things, doing these two actions is a very conscious person who recognizes yeah. that elections are selections. You, you, all the illusion is broken down and you realize that you're basically being fucked with. Okay. And, yeah. and once you come to that conclusion, you realize that the only way forward is we have to build a bottoms up movement. Even yeah. if you win the presidency, you're not going to be able to do anything. It's all corrupt. So people say, what are you going to do when you get us president? Well, we're going to do what we do right now. We teach people healthcare, teach people how to boost the immune system. Environment, every town hall, you know, every 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 Thursdays we have a town hall, right? Our town hall is not like, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, right? Bullshitting people. You like this past Thursday, our healthcare town hall always we taught people what is the immune system. We taught people how to fight the mask mandates. We gave people tools. The week before that, on the environment, we taught people how to go farming, right? How to support your local farmer. How do you shop locally, okay? And then mm-hmm. we talked about education. We teach kids in a one-hour session how to start being a systems thinker, you say? That's awesome. And That's when it awesome comes to education. innovation, 
Yeah, we teach yeah. people the secrets of innovation. When it comes to governance, we have a we have a one hour session. We teach people how to lead. And when it comes to economy, we actually teach people what is a profit and loss statement. How do you save money? You see, no one's gonna. So this is all independent of the government. So we need to realize that the government is not going to do anything for you. So my running for president is quite revolutionary because it's saying that when you take a banner like this and put it up, you've reached a state of consciousness. You don't ask stupid questions like, well, I don't know if you can be president. And you're running as an independent, right? That's a stupid fucking question. The question is, why are you voting for those idiots? Because they're going to kill your children, right? You think the lesser of two evils is going to change? You're asking the wrong fucking question. You're caught in the matrix. You need to break out of that. So our movement fundamentally, Miriam, is about breaking people out of this illusion, recognizing the future is you. And by the way, Kennedy literally stole that line. The motherfucker literally stole that line. So he's a prick. So they have people like Kennedy watching the real deal like me, and they give him, you know, I used to get 500,000 views per day on social media. Okay. Yeah. And after yeah. I started attacking Musk, because Musk, Musk is a part of this whole thing, my views went from 500,000 views to 5,000. Kennedy's have gone up because they yeah. want to promote Let, the bullshitter. Let, let's talk about censorship for, you know, and, and spying on you, for lack of a better word. I mean, as a journalist, that's, I've seen them do that. Uh, I have colleagues that they, they take, they keep an eye on us. They shadow ban us and then they pilfer from whether it's a slogan or it's some research and then they run with it and they get to have their eyes on them. So let, let's, uh, I want to talk about Twitter and censorship just, just to tell you that I'm banned on Venmo, Vimeo, PayPal, GoFundMe, Instacart, Airbnb. I've been uh, persecuted by the FDA for selling vitamin C and silver and I've been smeared on a six-part series called Shadowland on NBC. So my life, they've come after my health and wellness company. I had a million dollar company and due to big tech and big uh, harma, um, my life has been turned upside down. So I was off of Twitter for two years and I learned about, I didn't know initially that you had the lawsuit with Alec Berenson. I believe that no, no, Alec- not with Alec Berenson. We, ours was before oh. Alec Berenson. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, and Alex right. actually settled with, with them because yes. but we didn't settle. So ours right. was a year before Alex Berenson. Alex Berenson knew about our lawsuit, didn't say anything. Our lawsuit was the first federal injunction. We're the ones who expose the entire government backdoor portal into Twitter. Half a right. billion people throughout the world know about our lawsuit. But yeah. it was intentionally concealed by Alex Berenson, by Glenn Greenwald, and fucker Carlson. I wanna I wanna just say some of like I had I had Bill Maher, you know, I've been telling, Bill Maher supported my movie Vanishing of the Bees, gave me footage. I've been talking to him since 2019 about the censorship, big tech censorship. And recently after he had actually RFK on the show, I reached out to him again. And he told me, have you heard of Matt Taibbi? <laughs> like Matt Taibbi is the end all fucking be all of journalism. Why does he get to have access to the Twitter files and he's part of the not so obvious establishment. Matt Taibbi's part of the intelligence network. So is Fucker Carlson. So is Glenn Greenwald. All these people. Yeah, Matt Taibbi doesn't give a crap about because. No, Bill I'm said saying they're they're not. They're yeah. worse than that. They're part yeah. of the establishment. 
So we have to, we're being too kind by saying they're dumb. They know exactly what they're doing. You know, we had 4,000 people come to our uh, lawsuit, you know, literally on all of the Kennedy people came, you know? So our lawsuit was known all over the world. Was it in Massachusetts? It well, was a federal lawsuit. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a federal lawsuit. You can, you know, it's, it's, it's in black and white. You know, can you talk about the back door that you discovered? Um, the yeah, portal? It's, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's you know it's it's uh, let me show it to you. In fact, okay. Yeah. Yes. Please. So this lawsuit is all over the world, right? So we documented everything here, and this is what we discovered. Oh, wow. The entire government censorship infrastructure. Okay. This is a yeah. backdoor portal. It's called the Center for Internet Security. This is in a federal lawsuit. And that guy, Mike Benz, all these people steal and plagiarize from this, which probably sue all of them, which I still know I'm within the statute of limitations to do that. But this woman is the one who deplatformed me off Twitter in the middle of my federal election campaign. This woman right there is known as uh, Michelle Tassinari. She's the general counsel to the Secretary of State of Massachusetts. I was the one who exposed that the state of Massachusetts was deleting ballot images. All right. So when I got thrown off, I didn't know all of this. And we found mm -hmm. out Michelle Tassinari sits on the board of CISA. CISA is the Cyber Internet Security Agency, which was put into uh, law by Trump. Unanimously, every person in Congress voted for that. And this group created these playbooks, manuals, on how you will censor every U.S. citizen. And these manuals, the backdoor portal into Twitter is, a, is the ISAC, the Center for Internet Security. It's this mm -hmm. entire system. All right. Now, yeah. all of this was exposed in our lawsuit. OK. And three years later, The Intercept plagiarized our lawsuit after I was getting back on Twitter and released it. Now, let me show you the stuff. But The Intercept is owned by Pierre Omidyar. But they didn't talk about that. And Pierre Omidyar is the one who funded the Center for Internet Security, the back door. Wow. OK. Wow. So all of this is in bare view. Everyone knew about it. Half a billion people knew about it. Why do I say half a billion people knew about it? Because we did video after video after video. OK. And all those videos are documented here. All right. You can see all yeah. the videos that we did. OK. Starting in October 1. Video after video after video. All right. Yeah. And fucker Carlson was sent an email from me and I've spoken to him before. Mm -hmm. And this is in December of 2020. I mean, sorry, October of 2020 when we won our federal injunction. So there's to Tucker. Okay. Landmark lawsuit. Okay. Landmark lawsuit victory for free speech. Okay. To stop contacting Twitter. And this is the, Tucker did nothing. First case to show how government makes Twitter silence political speech. Do you think that Alex was sent to kind of steal the thunder and, and take the focus from what your work was? Well, he's was? a selfish person who hates America. All these people hate America. They're jealous. They hate America because they know if they give us the views, we're independent, that we would get all the views and they would become nothing. So they're actually very, very low level of human beings actually hate this country because we were in the trenches fighting. We did the lawsuit. We won this lawsuit. And look at this. Mm -hmm. Tucker Carlson's interviewing Lee Fang, who plagiarized our material three years later. And he goes, he goes, this seems like a very important story, which is for some reason being ignored. You <laughs> fucking ignored it, motherfucker. You ignored it. You have the news. 
You ignored it. End of story. So well, I, I think it's very important to educate people about the not so obvious establishment. Because it's very important. Say, oh, Naomi Wolf, she's the face of freedom. Really? Where the fuck were you in 2020? It's called safe, dangerous. After the fact, when it's safe, then you can come and talk about it. But yeah. the people who were initiating it, we get the shaft. Yeah. And they all, if you look at her, uh, Booby fucking Jr., uh, the Zionists, they all hang out together. Okay. So, so the, the problem they have now is they're really fucked right now because in 2020, we got this out to half a billion people, viewers. So when I was thrown off Twitter, we still continued and we built our movement. So the problem they have now is when they so overtly make us invisible, people are like, wait a minute, Dr. Shiva is the one who did Fauci first. So people come to us and, they, and they're waking up. They're, they're flailing attempts to make us invisible is actually backfiring on them. And because we've exposed Kennedy so hard, now people are like, Booby literally has to come to our events and steal our stuff. So that's what they do. So these guys, uh, but the, the good news is they're in a really fucked up situation because, you know, I was just in traveling in Asia, random people in the airport. Oh yeah, Dr. Shiva, I saw what you did. You know, I was in Dubai, in, in Mexico random people know us and that's why they're so scared i just had an indian journalist come in here all the way from south india he goes he goes nearly everyone who had an iphone in india or an android got your video on educating people on vitamin d that's so true. our stuff got out everywhere that's why they're so fucked because they're like fighting now oh my god this guy's out there he's a real deal so we're just going to make him invisible but they're making me invisible is backfiring because all these people saw us. They're like, wait a minute. Why aren't you interviewing him? Why aren't you interviewing him? So Mike Adams, he actually smart, you know, a few days ago, he interviewed us because he doesn't want to lose his credibility. It's good. Then, Mike. Yeah. Well, he did the right thing, but Naomi Wolf is just, you know, she's just a complete fraud. Someone just said total fraud. Yeah. No comment. So, you're you are on Twitter. You're shadow banned of people after after a year, but after two years, it's we are living in censorship 10.0 now. So yeah, they so agree. they put people like me back on, yeah, to give the illusion of free speech, but then they put you in a digital cage. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. You have freedom of speech, but you won't have freedom of reach, which was um, uh, penned by the ADL. Exactly. It's not. It's not Elon who said yeah, that. So, so you're seeing theater right before your eyes. The ADL and Elon are one. The, the real issue is government still runs Twitter. Government still runs Facebook. And in order not to deal with that, he's starting some fake feud with the ADL. And the ADL, okay. you know, is connected with Mossad and Zionism and wants to kill every freaking Palestinian, you know? Well, they're the biggest perpetrators of anti-Semitism. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, the good news is, though, Anyone, um, if you come to our open houses, you know, every Thursdays we do open houses and you'll see the number and quality of people that are coming. We get really smart people saying, yeah, anyone who gets over Trump and Kennedy, man, those people are highly enlightened people. And we keep getting them every, every week, awesome. every day. And that's what the opportunity is now. The obvious establishment is easy, but the goal is to destroy the not so obvious establishment. And every one person who gets that,
that's like that's like a nuclear bomb we've positioned all over the planet. You you also have said that when a movement gets momentum, that's when they bring in the not so obvious establishment. Yeah, or when they know that. Um, well, the not so obvious establishment has now been institutionalized into people like the Kennedys, the uh, Trumps, you know, the people like uh, because they know that a bottoms up movement, you know, led by us has emerged and they need these people to literally steal our words. And they had to create a brown guy called Vivek the slimy snake, you know, total slime ball. And but the thing is, because our movement exists, we destroy them overnight. And now they don't know what to do. It's like they had a manu they have a weapons factory of all these shills and we're blowing up their weapons factory. So they're like, what the fuck do we do now? Okay, should we bring Tulsi Gabbard out? Okay. Okay, well, we're done with her. Should we go get, I don't know, you, you know, they're gonna they have a factory of these morons. I, I did say um in a Twitter space, I said if if this was really about team humanity, you would have a Trump running with RFK um to galvanize the people, but it's not really about team humanity. It's just more wait, 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 let's go. No, no, that doesn't make any sense yeah. what you just said. Why? If they really wanted to manipulate people, yeah, they would do that. And they may do that. Mm. RFK is not an agent of change, Miriam. You understand that, right? Well, I mean, yeah, I know that uh, it's not uh, obvious and the ties, but I also think that he does appeal to people just like Obama appealed to people. Because no, but I'm, but, but I'm saying he is manufactured. The guy, yeah. the guy. Well, he's Kennedy. Right. But I'm saying if you look at the history of Kennedy's, John F. Kennedy was a complete fool, a reckless motherfucker. He's the one who created the 1962 Vaccination Act. His other brother who killed a woman here, right down in Massachusetts here, Ted Kennedy, is the one who created the National Vaccine Injury Program. So John Kennedy created all these corrupt institutions to, so, to allow people to go into your body, right? The jab. Mm -hmm. Then 14 years, 24 years later, his brother, Ted Kennedy, is the one who created the National Vaccine Injury Program with others to make sure that you can never sue a pharma company. That was the other Kennedy. <clears throat> then his... Yeah. I think, I want to say, I think it's interesting that you your perspective is if they were really um, fooling the people. I'm just saying, if this was real, you would have a Trump. If, if Trump was really what people think that he represents, anti-establishment, if if Kennedy was who he says he was, and, and we're in a war where humanity and our species is, is at risk and getting dumber and, and they would band together and have a, they would. I'm, if you're saying no, that- but they that's, like saying, that's like saying the devil is gonna become yeah. an angel. These people buy through and through. But what I'm saying is they were real, they're not real, that's so that would never happen. <laughs> well, if they were um, real, they would get out of the way and let people from bottoms up lead, not them. They're not qualified to lead. So where where do you see with the um, impending revival of lockdowns and bullshit variants and uh, dangling possible mask mandates in an election year? Look, where, I, where think, you, I think you yeah. have to understand that yeah. they are trying to define the news angle, right? 
Sure. Trump did a video saying, I will stop the vaccine. I will not comply. When I get into office, da, 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 right? All of this stuff is being created. You have to go back to why is this news coming out now? The issue is not, the issue is what will we do to build a bottoms up movement? Everything okay. they're doing, Miriam, is to always throw stuff so people don't go, go bottoms up and build a movement for truth, freedom, health. Because they know that I know what they're up to. They know I've studied this stuff. And they know that I understand system science. You see, there are guys who understand system science says, fuck, this guy should be working for us. Why the fuck is he working and educating other people? System science is a nuclear weapon against all of this. So if you don't learn system science, you're fucked. Period. Do, do you think that at any point um, you could have been absorbed into the establishment when nope. you were married? Oh, no, never. From it go, you're nope. an outsider. No, because I have such a hatred against him. <laughs> no, and um, I've been fighting them all my life. It's not been theory. You see, to them, it's all theory. I've had to fight the caste system since I was a four year old kid. You know, mm -hmm. when I was eight years, when I was 12 years old, I went to an all Jewish high school where Jewish people think they're the chosen people of God. All right. I won every award. I remember to this day, I won the number one award as a math student, this crazy Zionist Jewish woman comes yelling at me, at my father. I was only 13 years old. Your son couldn't have, uh, didn't do anything great. My son, Eric, could have won that award. But this year he decided not to work hard. I remember being kept out of com competitive exams in high school. Wow. Okay. Because they didn't want me to win any awards. My mother fighting. Here, then my stuff goes in the Smithsonian. Clearly, there's not even an iota of doubt that I invented the first email system. Then people saying, I'm a curry stain Indian who should be beaten and hanged. All right? So I have been in the trenches fighting against injustice. And when I was at MIT, I, made, I organized the food service workers to get a fair wage. I made sure poor blacks, poor whites could come to MIT. I've been a fucking fighter. This is not some political event for me. This is my fucking life. From the vague fucking brat. What's that? How old are you? I'm 59. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So if you look at people like Vivek fucking Ramaswamy, that guy should be slapped the shit out of. I mean, the Brahmins of India learn how to be slime balls and lie. The motherfucker lies through his teeth. He made $750,000 and applied and got a affirmative action sorrow scholarship, which is for poor people. I didn't. And then he I says mean, he's against affirmative action. Right? I mean, come on. If you if he was in New Jersey, where I grew up from, you know, he, you know, he'd get the, the shit kicked out of him for behaving like that. But that guy gets to go to Yale. That guy gets to get, you know, overnight visibility because he's part of the swarm. Trump gets to bang whoever the fuck he wants while he's married, can pay off people, and all these conservative evangelicals think he's their hero? Are you fucking serious? And do, Robert do you, fucking Kennedy banged 30 women while he's married in a diary scoring all of the women, and his wife finds the diary and hangs herself. I mean, these people are sick people. Why are we even discussing them, Miriam? That's a fucking question. Hmm. And that is 
the subjugation of the individual. And my job as a person who grew up in the caste system, who's fought slavery, who's fought this bullshit, is to slap people upside the head every day. Wake the fuck up. Have some dignity for yourself. Why are you even considering a fucking Kennedy? He will not let you into his Hyannisport compound. He flies falcons, which is what Saudi sheiks do, okay? He's a falconer? What do you yeah. mean? Yeah, he has a thing he's with a, falcons. He's a fucking yeah. <laughs> pigeons or falcons. He's a fucker. He's a douchebag. You know, I, I, you know, <laughs> I know these people, man. They're assholes. They're assholes. They do not give a fuck about you. They're they hate this country because if they cared, they would have all, and they all know that I'm the one who discovered the backdoor portal to Twitter. We were the ones who were fighting. We're the ones who did fire Fauci. In 2020, maybe I got two hours of sleep between 2020 and 2021. Hard fucking work. They steal other people's shit. And the problem mm -hmm. is that they're fucked right now because everyone knows we did the work in 2020. Well, what is the status of the backdoor? Someone says your potty mouth takes away from your respect. Well, fuck you is my answer, okay? You should develop a potty mouth. Because if you do not have a potty mouth against these satanic people, something's wrong with you. Look, what I say, because I have a potty mouth, I think it's more. Well, I'm saying you have to curse at these people. You have but to learn. It's more acceptable as a man to, like, I swear, I hear my mother's um, yeah. voice saying, Mary, don't swear. I would like to say that there are studies that show that people who swear are smarter. Just saying. Well, a anyway, that you know, if you if you are trying to control my speech and you want to be some stuck up mm. British aristocrat saying this is how you're supposed to speak, something's fucking wrong with you. That's not how normal people speak. Come to you know Patterson, New Jersey. Come to where I grew up. Okay, when someone steals your <laughs> shit, they don't say, "Oh, uh, I'm so upset. Someone stole my car." <laughs> they don't tease like that. Who speaks like that? Someone just yeah, fucked you. Someone just, you know, you were talking about a guy, Kennedy, who fucking in 2020 was telling, was promoting lockdowns. Yeah, you said that in many. I didn't say that. It's in his where, tweet. Go look it where up. Where does that come from? It's in his tweet. Is there, there, it's, it is in his oh, tweet. Okay. Go look it up. Everyone should get their head out of their ass about the Kennedys. They're not one of you. They're not for you. If you go look at the tweet I did, it's like a 20-page tweet, every little issue, okay, about him. In December of 2022, he had a party at his home. Everyone had to be vaccinated before, before they could come to his home with the mRNA vaccine. Yeah, I don't I don't understand why he doesn't tell people in his interview, because I've profiled him, I've interviewed him, that his voice sounds the way it does because he's vaccine injured. Well, they say it's an, an, an other things reasons too. Well, but, he told me personally it's because of a vaccine. Yeah, I wouldn't or... believe anything that comes out of his mouth. Why do you believe anything that comes out of his mouth? Well, that's a good question. Yeah, he's a bullshitter. He does, yeah, he does. He does come across as quote unquote authentic. I mean, really? this is tweets ago that I interviewed him. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I yeah. think. I think. Let's say compared to a Trump. Well, why did you go ask his wife, who hung herself? You know that, right? 
Yes, I know that. Yeah. I, I, and then I, you know I, what he did, right? He got all the press to take pictures of the body. Yeah. And moved it. These people are very sick, Miriam. They're very, very sick people. They're but not none one of us. Dr. Shiva, people, very few people can see beyond the not so obvious establishment. That's not true. That's, That's very not true. All you, need, all you need is 20%. Come to, you know, every Thursdays yeah. at 11 a.m. And yes. at 8 p.m. we do these open houses. You will see the quality of people now that are getting this. And the quality this of people locally or online, we do it online. We do the town hall. Yep. Is that the, okay? Yeah, we do it. Yeah. And you'll see the quality of people come. just come. It's yesterday went from 8 PM to 1220 midnight. Wow. And the people are coming from, there's a woman who said, you know, I really did not like you attacking Trump and blah, blah, but you know what? After three years, everything you said is absolutely true. I, I, I just marvel at the uh, excuses that people make for Trump despite Operation yep. Speed. I really, it's like... Well, they do the this. same for Kennedy. Yeah, but at least Kennedy has spoken out against the vaccine. He's not saying I'm the father of no, the fucking mRNA No, vaccine. no, no, but that makes him even worse. Think about what he's saying, Miriam. What does he say? He wants safe vaccines. How are you going to... So think about his talk that Jay Crosby shared. What did that talk say? The talk says, I am pro-vaccine. I am emphatically pro-vaccine. I want full vaccination of all Americans. And then he continues to rail against the CDC and that how he's going to deliver fake safe vaccines. Do you see John F. Kennedy created the 1962 Vaccination Act? Okay. That created all the bureaucracy. Mm -hmm. Got it. So government now is in your life. Should never have happened. Step two, Ted Kennedy the brother who murdered a woman here, okay, then protected all the pharma companies by the National Vaccine Injury Program. You're familiar with that, right? Sure. Then Robert Kennedy, who didn't know jack about vaccines, he was he was his mentor is a guy called Mark Blacksell, who was one of the biggest pharma consultants. That guy and, and Kennedy, what does Kennedy actually say? I am for full vaccination of all Americans. Did you know that? No, I know that he says safe vaccines, but he's also said that there's no safe vaccines. Yeah, no he talks from both sides of his mouth. So he he basically is set up to confuse people, right? And don't take it the wrong way, but to confuse well-meaning people like you. All right. So let's go to the video. Now, I have to I had to do all this work because a lot of people are, oh, you should work with Bobby. You and him should work together. Uh-uh. This guy's full of shit. Now, I'm going to play you the video, and let's play it right here. Okay? Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Um, let me play it for you. Actually, let me play it over here. I got to do it this way. Hold on. So, um, all right. Where is this motherfucker? Okay, there he is. All right. Okay, ready? Ready. Minister Farrakhan has asked me to address the issue of vaccines and African-American and vaccine safety. I want to start out by saying this, and I want to say it emphatically. I am pro-vaccine. I, I have always been fiercely pro-vaccine. I had all six of my children vaccinated, and I believe that we ought to have policies that encourage full vaccination for all Americans. 
I have always been fiercely pro-vaccine. I had all six of my children vaccinated, and I believe that we ought to have policies that encourage full vaccination for all Americans. I have always been fiercely pro-vaccine. I had all six of my children vaccinated, and I believe that we ought to have policies that encourage full vaccination for all Americans. always ask that. I'm not saying you're one of those people, okay? The fact is, he's saying he's for full vaccination of all Americans. When did he film that? 2015. I, I will tell you, Dr. Shiva, look, I, I am but, ostracized from society. But, but, but Mary, I don't want to be shit talking about people. I am ostracized. No, but Miriam, let me finish. Yeah. So yeah. you have to look at what he's fundamentally saying policy wise. And this is what people yeah. need to see. So if you want full vaccination of all Americans, then he says, but, you know, we don't have, we need safe vaccines and the CDC is all corrupt. So then, oh, yeah, Bobby's anti-corruption. So how are you going to do that? You're going to now get the CDC, which your uncles created that entire. And then you're going to go in there and they're going to create another organization, more government to make sure they create safe vaccines. Uh uh-uh. uh. Is that the a- organization that he's doing with Steve Kirsch? That's another yeah. fucking moron, Steve Kirsch. OK, and he's a silicone billionaire. They, it doesn't now. matter. They all want to suck off Kennedy. Steve Kirsch says, oh, I'll introduce you to Bobby. I said, Steve, I don't need to introduce him. He's a scumbag. You see, all these people are Johnny-come-latelys. They, they want to be in the aura of the Kennedys, and that's what they do. They weren't there in the trenches. They don't know anything about the immune system. The bottom line is this. The government should not be involved in your life when it comes to this issue at all. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a clear red line mm-hmm. there. Right. John that's- Kennedy crossed that red line. Ted Kennedy expanded that red line. And now Booby is telling you, look what he's telling you, that I'm going to create more infrastructure to get this Satan to create safe vaccines. You have to really check in with your own mental thinking. It's, that, it's, it's absolutely... Well, there's cognitive dissonance with people and people don't know about the way the two sides of the same coin. That's why it's No, but I'm saying, but I'm saying, them. think about... The, the level of duplicity of booby fucking Kennedy. He is convincing people, I want full vaccination, but the vaccines aren't safe. But I'm going to get this really fucked up infrastructure to create safe vaccines for you. Does this make any sense? So my no, policies are talking 19- about both sides of their mouth. Uh, no, and- Kennedy has five tongues. And that's what he does. If you look at his, if you look at his inauguration, whenever he launched, he goes, Joe Biden is for regime change. I'm not. We're in Ukraine for all the right reasons, but we shouldn't be there. He's talking every which way. So all these morons can say, well, you know, Bobby has to say that and he has to say it like this. And you don't understand because Bobby is who the fuck is Bobby? Why do you call him Bobby? Why do you call him Bobby? He's not your friend because you want to have some. You think you're in the inner circle. You see people's fucked up brainwashing. And so the bottom line is this. The Kennedys are the epitome of mobsters. Joe Kennedy was all about public relations. And they know how to talk with multiple sides of their mouth. And that is why we're in the condition today. That's why you have that condition. Because politics is talking out of both sides of your mouth. That's politics, but that's not about human liberation. No, it's not. Right. right. Two different things. We're about Mm -hmm. human liberation. They're about politics. So do you tell us, it's been, it's been an hour, so be mindful of your time. Is, 
Are you have any speaking engagements? You tell people where to go to the town hall. Yeah, so everyone should go to shivaforpresident.com. You'll see all of our events, all of our speaking engagements. Um, you know, we do our open houses. Everyone should go there, number one. But this is about action, you know? And this is about you. By the way, Kennedy just literally took all those statements, okay? He's, they have people watching everything we do. And what this means is go to Shiva for President and get one of these bumper stickers. That it's it's a lazy man's way to be an activist. If you want to be a little bit more, you know, adventurous, you can download the flyer, which is open source. Print it and hand it out. And the left side of that flyer gives you what's going on. Your children are going to die. In fact, I have a lifespan shorter than you now. Then it explains what the swarm is, and then it gives people what, what they can do. And that's what we're doing. Um, and then volunteer. By the way, why does a trust why why do all these billionaires need money? I don't even bother asking for money. And if anyone should be funded, it should be me, not these guys. And when we when people donate to us, Miriam, we give people yeah. books, we give people knowledge, we give people courses. So I have of the opinion that it doesn't make any sense to take people's money without being reciprocal. Why is a billionaire with a trust fund kid saying, give me money? Does that make any sense? All these guys have a shitload of money. Why is a person with the average American right now only has $400 in savings in their bank account, yet they are writing a $100 check to Trump? They're writing a $200 check to fucking Kennedy. It's a money-making machine. Come on. Trump is- Right, uh, but 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 what I'm saying is they're the taking money. 50% of their savings. I agree. So um, the good news is our movement is attracting those people who are- helping galvanize a movement on on the ground and that is what makes them so afraid so that is why they're in shambles right now if you looked at the gop debate they don't know what to do one of the senior most people in the gop called me he goes shiva we're in massive disruption trump's former chief of staff told me when he was told i was running for president he told his friend he goes this is a fucking disruption for us so they watch everything we're doing and and they know that we're building a movement and they know that we're exposing the not so obvious establishment. And that's what's dangerous to them. Anyway, Miriam, this was great. Thank I hope you. this is valuable. We covered a lot of things. Yes. You know, that you know, the, you. the goal was why are the bees dying? And the bees are dying because of the same motherfuckers who are causing your lifespan to go down. Okay. Same people. So if you want the bees to stop dying and you want your kids to stop, uh, you know, having a shorter lifespan than you, you need a systems overhaul. And to have a systems overhaul, you need to understand system dynamics. And to do that, well, you can spend 30 years, you can go to truthfreedomhealth.com and learn the principles. And if you wanna get practical training, you know, we have 350,000 people now on the ground. Get involved, meet amazing people. So you don't say, well, I'm the only one, I'm the only one who gets it. Uh-uh, there's a lot of people who are getting it. And we've created the, we have the rocket fuel and the vehicle to destroy the swarm. And that's what we've created. Awesome. Thank you, Dr. Shiva, for your time. Thank you for Great. coming on with me. All right. All right. Thank you, Miriam. Be Thank well. You. Be Thank you. Thank you. Be well, too. Thank Good. you. Be well. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, everyone. So that was a, uh, we just did an interview. And as you can see, I think she's a, a very nice person who's into the environment and all. Um, but she seemed a little bit you know, on the fence about Kennedy. And this is where it may she may get it after watching this. Um, uh, but this is why there's no movement 
for the last 50 years because the establishment always has these fake people who think people are saying something good. So this is why we need to build a movement. Um, we've created the movement for all of you. Go get your bumper stickers. Go to shivaforpresident.com. Get, get more of them. Give them to your friends. But make sure you put it on the back windshield of your car. 100,000 people see it. Go to shivaforpresident.com. In the download section, download this flyer. Print them out. Get a friend's printer. It can be black and white. It doesn't have to be these two colors. Go to your local library. Steal a printer. I don't care. Whatever you do, right? Um, get these out. Be, be, be radical. But this flyer is a revolutionary flyer. It's a weapon because you're educating people what the real problem is, who caused the problem, and what's the solution, right? It's got everything in there. And uh, so anyway, everyone get involved. And as I close, you know, remember... Uh, we're building a movement. We've grown a movement. You guys know in 2020 that our movement is the one who shattered their swarm. Now, and that's when we were running for Senate. Our run for president is going to take it global. So get involved. And let me play our last video for you uh, on our run for president and it'll inspire you. But for God's sakes, get off your butt, get involved. Don't just sit there watching videos all day, even this one. Get off your butt, go to Shiva for president, get involved. Who would have ever thought I'd be running for president of the United States of America? I was born a low caste untouchable in India's caste system, a system of aristocracy, oppression, and racism. My name is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. I'm an MIT PhD, a Fulbright scholar, a scientist, engineer, entrepreneur, and inventor. My family and I left India to come to America on my seventh birthday. I grew up in the working class neighborhoods of New Jersey, playing baseball, mowing lawns, painting houses and coding software. My friends and neighbors are blacks, Italians, Irish, people of all races. As a 14-year-old, I wrote 50,000 lines of software code to create the world's first email system and was awarded the first U.S. copyright for email, recognizing me as its official inventor at a time when copyright was the only way to protect software inventions. I did that long before I ever came to MIT, revealing that big innovations can occur anytime, anyplace by anybody. Growing up, I saw politicians dividing us by race and religion in both America and India to have us fighting each other while they remained safe in their gated communities and in their playgrounds of Hollywood, Martha's Vineyard, and Silicon Valley. I'm a fighter. I fought racism and exposed their imperialist wars, fought for workers, and put my life on the line against global corruption. I never wanted to run for political office. All that changed when I saw working Americans as never before being duped by the establishment and the not-so-obvious establishment. Across left and right, we were being sold out and made to forget why we came to America and why America existed. Lawyers, academics, billionaires, celebrities and politicians, elites, Clintons, Kennedys, Bidens, Obamas, Bushes, black and white have hijacked America. They printed trillions for their friends. They delivered crumbling infrastructure, corruption and racism. They transfer trillions to themselves, dividing black and white, fear-mongering and fake science. Lockdowns and censorship, dirty air, food and water, pushing drugs upon us, making us sicker. We've been sold out. One set of rules for them and another for us. We deserve a warrior with a history of courage in putting everything on the line for you, who believes in you, not them, who has created a movement bottoms up for truth, freedom, health. I've exposed their lies at the right time never waiting until it was popular. I've exposed their false gods who exist to lead you back to them. I've exposed their fake science of lockdowns and masking and provided you solutions to fight them and win and protect your immune system, saving millions. I exposed Fauci, galvanized the fire Fauci campaign when others remained silent. 
When they stole our election, we sued the government and Twitter in our historic 2020 federal lawsuit, exposing in bare view the government and big tech censorship infrastructure, the unholy alliance between government and social media companies. Where was Elon and his grifters? They stood by the sidelines and did nothing. They did not use their megaphones to help us when it could have made a big difference. Now our movement grows for truth, freedom, health, independent of all of them. Every day millions are learning the science of systems, the knowledge the elites do not want you to have, so you may learn how to think, stand up, and fight, independent of the establishment of left and right and their fake heroes. Now it's time for you to join the movement, to win back America, to win back truth, win back freedom, win back your health. That's why I'm running for President of the United States. This race is about you. This race is about truth, freedom, health versus power, profit, control. We've had enough. They think we'll fall in line and vote again for their lawyers, celebrities, billionaires, and chosen ones from above. We choose our heroes from below, from the rank and file who do what is right at the right time, not when it's convenient and popular. They can never represent us. What America needs is a movement by the working people for the working people who are educated, organized, decentralized, and fight for independence from their systems of control. And that movement exists. It's ready for you. We don't need them. We need us to go bottoms up, neighbor to neighbor. My journey, your journey are all the same. It's our time. It's time we had one of us. It's time to win back truth, freedom, health, to win back America, be part of this historic movement, all the way to our victory on November 5th, 2024. If you're an American citizen, pledge your vote now for Dr. Shivaya Duray, the independent candidate for U.S. President. No matter where you live, you can be a part of this. Volunteer as little as 20 minutes a day. Don't delay. This is Dr. Shivaya Duray, and I approve this message. Paid for by Dr. Shiva for President. All right, everyone. Elliot James put fight. That's really the purpose of life. We're here to fight, fight evil. And we've created an incredible platform, Truth, Freedom, and Health, and our, uh, you know, run for president that gives all of you guys an opportunity to get involved. You can get a bumper sticker. It's really easy. Put this on. This is basically saying a big F you to the establishment. You can download this little flyer, hand it out. That's the way you get involved. You can talk to your neighbors, you know, and then you can go become a Truth, Freedom, and Health warrior. Go to truthfreedomhealth.com. Calm. We've talked about system science. If you don't study the science of systems, and I've made it so accessible to everyone, you're basically at a massive handicap. You'll ask, you'll have these sort of illusions like Miriam had. Oh, well, when Bobby said some good things, he says some good things. Uh-uh. You see, that's living in delusion. All right. And I hope she listens to this because she needs to get out of that delusion. And that's why nothing changes because people compromise and they give the elites all this leeway, right? And uh, anyway, I want to thank a couple of people. I want to thank uh, someone called Lakeva um, for giving us a, a nice, generous donation. She goes, some parents of high school students are obviously not peace-loving global citizens. Um, the International Bureau of Usury is planning a 2024 election shitstorm for you, not them. That's uh, from Lakeva also. Anyway, thank you, everyone. Get involved. Again, Go to shivaforpresident.com, volunteer, 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 donate whatever money you want to donate. But remember, when you donate, I give you books, I give you training because I want you to get armed with knowledge. And it is knowledge that's going to lead us out of this. It's not going to be, you know, knowledge is really power. Anyway, be well, be the light. Have, have a good weekend wherever you are. I know people, we have uh, people from all over the world.